Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Welcome back to She's All Over the Place, the Women Empowerment Series. I am so excited to have you here. I have a special guest. Her name is Blue Moon. I love her name. I love her, her vibes, who she is, what she stands for. And with no further ado, we're going to jump in with Blue Moon. How are you? Hello, everybody. I'm doing fabulous. Yeah. How are you? Great. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Uh, VCon was amazing. And uh, I was at PodFest, you know, speaking there. So conference to conference, uh, gearing up for uh, Austin right now for NFT Connect. So that's really cool. We just had NFT Berlin last week and I was a speaker at NFT Berlin. It was really, really fun, actually. Dope. Tell me about it because I wish I could. I've never been to Berlin. I really want to go. And so you're in Berlin right now. And tell us how it was for you when you were a speaker. It's so fun. Well, I'll just say Berlin has not had an NFT conference before. This was our very first one. And it was definitely, you know, community driven. I was pretty impressed by the venue. Berlin is like just a really, really cool city with um, how much culture it has. It has this like really gritty personality. And um, yeah, we the conference was at this venue that had this um, outside part and they had food trucks there, coffee carts, and then all of the tabling was like out in the open. So everybody was like just like mixing and mingling. And then there was like an indoor part where there were, I think, I think there was like four stages. Uh, yeah, four stages, I think, where there were speakers rotating. And then there was also this gallery that was really cool. It was called The Cage, if you could imagine. And there were like countless screens all up on all four sides. And then there were just like, I don't know, lights going and like, I don't know, like a cage atmosphere, like a metal everywhere. It was like metal and lights. And then there was like a platform in the middle of the, of the room where you could like stand on the platform and just kind of like do a 360 of the whole room, which was really cool. The, originally the plan was to have the hashtag one drop NFTs collection displayed there Long story short, it didn't happen. It was pretty disappointing to me. And I felt also like, I don't know, I really wanted to come through for the artists as well and have everybody exhibited there. But the person who was arranging the art, if you could imagine like getting all of the NFTs up on like, I don't even know how many screens they had, maybe 30, maybe more. And I think for them, it was more work than they anticipated to to like coordinate the technological aspects Mm. of it. Mm. And they just, it was too last minute. So yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't the only one who didn't get to show their work, but I made him promise that we are going to have a different exhibition in, uh, in Berlin and he's going to help me out with that. So we'll see. But the funny thing is, is that I didn't even know I was speaking. I thought I was exhibiting. And then somebody told me like, Oh, I saw you as a speaker. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I had submitted uh, an application to speak, but when I had my meeting to talk with them, I was like, actually, what I really want is to, to exhibit this artwork, this collection. So I was put on the speaker list without my, without my knowledge. And so uh, luckily, I already had a presentation prepared yeah. uh, for the talk that I did earlier. And yeah, so we just uh, plugged and went and I, so, I got okay. it. A couple of things. I, I'm just like, ah. So um, before NFT Berlin, when I found out about it from you, I hashtag NFT Berlin. I followed them and I just like was looking at the photos and the vibes of the people. So anyone who's listening, who's tuning in, if you want to see what Blue Moon's just talking about, maybe just hashtag um, NFT Berlin and um, you can see a visceral um, videos maybe on YouTube and on uh, Twitter and Instagram to see what's going on 
on so we can actually like have a sensorial experience and know that's going on. The other thing is like, so one drop NFTs, I'm a part of the curation. You hosted me, which I was so grateful for my 11 pillars um, on Hilaire in January. And then that's when you made the announcement and you introduced one drop and the vibes of what it is. And you you invited me and I, I raised my hand. I said, yes, 1000%. And so we've been on this journey since the beginning of January of 2022 impact the Web3 community. And I'm going to have you share a bit about that. So what is OneDrop? How many artists are involved? And uh, let's just start there. Yeah. OneDrop NFTs is a movement to destigmatize menstruation through discussion and through art. So, uh, you know, back it up to the end of last year. And I was coming on officially as a founding partner of Intenta Art, which is the artist collective that I'm a part of here in Berlin. We're an art tech and sustainability forward NFT artist collective. Pretty small now, but we're, um, you know, working on scaling up. But I was thinking about how do I want to show up as an artist in the NFT world? I definitely... I definitely yeah. want to be showing up in a way where I am giving more than I am taking. And I want to come in and I want to make a statement about something that matters. And so I was thinking about, you know, just, I don't know, ideas for stuff that I've been wanting to do for a while. And there's just something that I've noticed for a long time for many years now, which is a censorship of menstruation and a stigma against it. If you think about you know, a stigma against menstruation in the United States, for example. Yeah. At first, it might seem like, but women are are free and there's like tampons and pads and, you know, menstrual cups and period panties. Like it's, it's like there's a, a supply, endless supply of them. You can pick them up anywhere and you can talk about your period. It's fine. And like, but then when you actually like dig deeper and down, you know, get a little bit under the surface, there's a lot of issues around menstruation that we have in the United States. And that's just starting in the United States, not to mention plenty of countries where there's a huge stigma or where there's not even access to feminine hygiene products. And yeah, and I just thought, you know, we need to be able to talk about menstruation because it is not only super normal, it's also very natural. And so that we can get to let's say, destigmatize, remove the shame that a lot of us feel around it and also start to, to um, have conversations to help people who are really suffering because of their menstruation. So um, I always say that One Drop NFTs is a inclusive movement. I don't care what kind of body you have, male or female or anywhere in between, or if you menstruate or not, we all have stories about menstruation. And that is what we're here to share with each other. And through that process of, of sharing the stories, we get to chip away at the stigma and help to make it a more uh, open and safe space to talk about it and to address the issues. Yeah. So some of the issues, for example, might be period poverty, or let's say the pink tax, which is A, that feminine hygiene products are something that you have to pay money for, period. And some people have to make a decision between buying feminine hygiene products or getting food, for example. But also on top of that, the feminine hygiene products are taxed as luxury goods in the United States. So there's a, a pretty high tax rate for them. And it just, I mean, the eyes rolling to the back of my head, you know, like it's just so extra. And, um, you know, that is one thing that we can tackle there. But another issue also is people suffering with conditions like PCOS or endometriosis. What's PCOS? Polycystic ovarian syndrome. So yeah. that can cause a lot of issues in 
a person's body. But also I, I didn't know until I started Menstrual Mondays, which is my weekly Twitter spaces show where anybody's welcome to come and share their stories. How very common. And what is uh, your Twitter handle? It'll be in the show notes, but your what's your Twitter handle so people can follow you? My Twitter handle is Blue Moon. It's B-L-U-E-M-0-X-N. And the 0X for the uninitiated is a little wink because it is the beginning of everybody's Ethereum address. So um, yeah, anything that's kind of like 0X, it's like an extra layer of uh, You're just such a genius love that and and just so you know i'm like looking when we were only eight minutes in i'm like moved to tears i'm like oh my god so i'm like so dropped in but i just want to say like menstrual mondays um you know i wanted to be at every single one i support every single one i set out a good intention but the ones that i have been in it's just the stories i've heard from other people and then not that i'm comparing because comparing is a death threat but like i've had my isolations i've been able to share my stories i was able to contribute two nfts one love poem and then another one maybe we'll talk about in the near future here. But um, I've been able to listen to these other stories and be like, uh, not only feeling on one side so isolated and, you know, so alone with my shortcomings that I thought were shortcomings from things that I didn't know, but then also hear other people's stories, the whole space and listen and then not feel alone. And then also be in gratitude that what I thought was bad was maybe not as bad, not that I'm comparing, but just in gratitude, because sometimes we need a little whiff of like, you know, what we have because we're so hard on ourselves. But then also like acknowledge other things that are out there that people are growing through that they've done that isn't my journey. So it's like just a way to have more instill more gratitude and then more compassion for other people, you know, and that's why I wanted to extend flowers and extend myself to other things that we've talked about that we'll talk about in the near future to, you know, produce this further. But let's just start right here. So you were saying Menstrual Mondays, how you started it, why you started it and where you were going. Yeah, thank you so much for those kind words. Yeah. So I, you know, came up with the idea of hashtag one drop and NFTs, the movement to destigmatize menstruation through discussion and art. So the first part is discussion. Um, we talked about the Twitter spaces. Anybody can come and join my Menstrual Mondays Twitter spaces. I have them every Monday at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And we usually go for about two hours. And I got to say, we've definitely cultivated a cool community. There's so many people who come back week after week, and we've gotten to know each other so much. And to a certain extent, I love having new people come because it's like new people come and they share their stories. It feels really fresh. And then also we have the people who are coming back week after week and we just get to know each other and get to check in about how, you know, stuff is going in their lives. And yeah, that's been really, really wonderful. Mm. And it's gotten to a point also where we're talking about stuff that's like a little bit maybe adjacent to menstruation, any what I would call like maybe gender related issues. Recently, we had a menopause themed uh, episode. And that was so much fun. Actually, I uh, haven't laughed in one of the spaces so much in a while. And it was also just like very sweet and raw as well. It was just a good episode. So something while it's on top of mind, I just want to share with you because we are in the web three community and NFTs and collaborations and what's stemming from the other stuff we've talked about is Julie Pacino, you know, Julie, right? Julie Pacino, she's the first person to raise funds in crypto for a feature film that's being shot in the fall. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So a couple of things. One, she also has, I'll, get, I'll send you the link. She also has a link where she's doing a grant 
for like someone's short film. So I think what's happening here with all the stories you have in such a particular way, maybe not the specific person of the story, but maybe you could get a, um, you do a pitch idea, like a one deck. I can talk to you about it, but like a deck and pitch to have a grant to make it a short film for the blockchain, one. The other thing is DCP, Decentralized Pictures. It's Francis Ford Coppola's company. They made a Web3 film fund, the first film fund. And with Steven Soderbergh, they have partnerships with a lot of different film folks. They're um, giving $300,000 in grants for people to make their films. So maybe we could produce something together, like, you know, about all these ideas to do a video pitch, a content pitch, and maybe to put this into like a short film or a film film or something like that or documentary. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, a documentary would be a really, really amazing. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, put it on the docket and okay. uh, yeah, keep working. Okay. I, so I guess the thing that I'm kind of working towards is like a Web3 version of the vagina monologues. Mm. And so, um, because the vagina monologues, as if, if, you know, if anybody doesn't know, it's like a play where people come and they recite these monologues that are written by other people, or maybe they work on their own. I don't know how it works exactly. Do you know much about it? I think uh, my friend Dylan McDermott, I think it's, it's his mom's. I think his mom created it. Wow, that's I've, crazy. I know. But yeah, I, I've, I've seen it over a decade ago. I've seen it multiple times because there's different stories. But yeah. I think she's the one that created it. Dylan McDermott's mom, yeah. And, and I think they also have workshops with the actors and they also kind of work on their own like process with, I don't know, talking about their own experiences too. Yeah. I mean, you have to incorporate. That's what acting and storytelling is. It's life imitating art, art imitating life, which one's mm-hmm. reality, right? Storytelling. Yeah. So you have to bring ourselves to the story, right? When you're yeah. storytelling, we have to bring our, well, we get to bring our experiences that makes it more endowed and rich. So, but I love that. I love, I love to, so to put a, like a palette of like, oh, it could be like this yeah, like genre context. or something like context. Yeah. For yeah. Monologues. I- love that. And then like, this is where the Web3 part comes in. It's super community driven, right? And you know, Web3 is all about community. NFTs are all about community, but it's also about ownership. And so one can own a piece of the vagina monologues, for example, but it's not vagina monologues. So you can own, it's like owning a piece of vagina monologues, but in this case, it's hashtag one drop NFTs. And you can be proud that you're supporting period poverty charities and also working to establish because this is like where I'm trying to take it in like the next phase. We have season one of the, the official one drop NFTs collection, but there have been other artists who've come forward who want to make art also for the official collection. And so I'm like, let's make a season two. Let's make a season two. And then let's take these NFTs, this artwork that's so powerful, telling such amazing stories. One person actually was telling me I was in another space and she said that she was so moved by your poem uh, that you had read in the in the space and it had inspired her to make her own piece. I posted it on my my Twitter recently. Oh, um, did you yeah. tag me? I didn't see it. I didn't tag you. Oh, okay. Because I would have reposted it. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Um, That's what I live for. I live to inspire people. That's why I have the show to inspire people. Like, but see, whether you know you're a part of the ripple effect, we know we're a part of the ripple effect. But yeah. it's nice to have that acknowledgement every once in a while or every day. Just kidding. But no, that's great to hear. Yeah. I reposted your poem in the Twitter space and then I retweeted the art that she made. It wasn't directly inspired by your poem, but she said yeah. she was really moved when you read it, which was oh. like so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, 1,000. 
but yeah, so, um, so yeah, anyway, what I was saying, web three is all about ownership. You get to own a piece of the one drop NFTs collection and just like own a, a part of that impact, which is so cool. And then for someone tuning in who maybe doesn't know what an NFT is, what is an NFT? NFTs, uh, NFT stands for non-fungible token. And it is a lot of times what we're talking about is art on the blockchain. So um, non-fungible means that it can't be broken up into different parts. So for example, you can break up a dollar into cents, right? But you wouldn't want to break up a, uh, a Picasso painting, for example. So uh, the NFTs are really special because it gives digital art provable ownership on the blockchain. Whereas in the past, digital art wasn't, it wasn't able to, to prove ownership of something. You could right click save pretty much anything. Now there is a way that you can do verifiable proof of ownership because there's one single point of truth that, you know, this one item is owned by this particular wallet. This is a game changer for anybody who's selling digital art because now suddenly it has value because it can't be like multiplied infinity times. There's only one real one. Yeah. Love that. Love that. And and let's talk about with the NFT, the utility behind it, right? So it's like, it's almost like the NFT that can be a JPEG, uh, MP3, MP4 video, but it's actually like when you get the NFT, it's like getting a ticket to be a part of a community, to go to a concert, to get like, you know, the swag bags and the cool perks that come along with it. So what really excites to me when I read the Google document of the utility of like what it was paying for to the sustainability, the planting of a tree. So let's talk about that. Like um, with these one drops with the people who mint and purchase this NFT, the the collection, the one drop NFTs, which will be in the show notes. So um, the person tuning in can buy one. And by the way, a blue moon is just flawless and glowing. So we are doing a video on YouTube. So if you head over to Katie Chinaga's YouTube, you can definitely pop in and see it on the video. I definitely uh, almost forgot to mention that. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the utilities with this specific collection, please. Yeah. So, well, you mentioned the charity component. Like I said before, I didn't want to go in taking more than I gave. And actually with all of this, with the spaces and with the minting of the collection, I'm not making any money from it. We have 80% going to a period poverty fund. We have 15% going to a sustainability fund, or we say, goes to the planet. So that's 10% that goes to a sustainability fund plus 200% carbon offsets and planting at least one tree per mint. That 15% to the planet goes for everything that we mint on intent.art period. And then 5% for administration fees because not everybody knows this, but it's actually kind of expensive to launch a project on Ethereum. The contract fees, like we have to pay for gas to launch a contract and do like backend testing and stuff like that. So that's where that 5% goes. But I'm not making any money personally. I really wanted this to be just like 100% giving of my heart. Yeah. And yeah, but it isn't just, you know, your average charity project because there is utility that comes with it. And for those of you guys who don't know, utility is kind of like extra benefits that comes with the NFT that you buy. So now that we have verifiable proof of ownership on the blockchain, we can verify that like this person, this, this wallet owner owns this particular NFT. So they can get um, you know special access to communities. You can get tickets for stuff. And one thing that we like to do at 
Intenta Art is reward our holders. And so everybody who owns a piece from Intenta Art right now actually can get a free claim of Fluorescence by Dr. Benton Banner, which is this like beautiful piece of artwork. Somebody described it as like a gemstone and it almost looks like a gemstone, but like painted in uh, in like a digital watercolor or something. A waterfall. It looks yeah. like a digital waterfall. I, I claimed my last week. I got this fluorescent one. And so I got to claim one because I, you know, um, was in a Twitter spaces um, with like Nifty Castle and DBs, you know, everyone was in there and it was Jiwa's uh, collection and my essence, my a presence to like gravitated to sustainability and the cool encoding and how it was moving. And you can talk a little bit about that more, which will be awesome. But that's how I got like brought in. The, the utility behind it is also like if you're attracted to it, the friendships, right? So we're friends now and like I'm a part of what's happening and GWA did something for Ukraine, uh, limited edition NFTs. You did something for uh, Mother Earth for Earth Day and I'm always celebrating and doing things for Earth Day and I participated and I got an airdrop and now I'm going all over the place. But let's circle back around and let's talk about the formation of intent.art, how the curation happened. And then let's talk about GWA's collaboration. The It was a limited edition of like 67, right? It was like, it was only limited to, or maybe I got number 67. But it was a limited edition. Yes, I will tell you all about all of our collections. Like, sit right back. I'll tell you the story of the formation of Intenta Art, the artist collective based in Berlin. So, um, Jiwa is a brilliant dev, uh, like software developer, software engineer, crypto artist. He's he's definitely an artist at heart, and he uses code, creative code, as his like paintbrush, as you will, his medium. We also have Dr. Benton Ban who's a brilliant uh, multidisciplinary artist. He can do like pretty much anything. And so they were working together on a creative agency during the pandemic. And at some certain point, they noticed that NFTs were kind of taking off and they had built this software to make generative video for ads for sustainable companies so that they could buy, you know, generative video at scale for use as content for their social media platforms. And um, because it's generative, we could give them a lot of content or they could give them a lot of content at once. Yes. And what is generative for the person tuning in who may not understand what that is yet? Yeah, we use this term generative to describe art that's made with a computer for example. So in the sense that we're talking about the pieces of content that I was just talking about, let's say you wanted to uh, make an ad for a soda can. Well, there's like, I don't know, you could make different aspect ratios for use on different platforms because some platforms prefer, let's say on YouTube, you have the like 16.9, but on Instagram, it's like a square or something. We could render the video and the different aspect ratios with different colors or maybe different effects, maybe with the different flavors of the soda that you have. We could make all of those different versions of the video like just spin them up in a day. So this is the technology that they had been working on for the creative agency. The NFT world started taking off. And meanwhile, they're just like, man, like we want to be, we're artists. Like we don't want to be making this. You said during the pandemic, which year was this? Yeah, this was the pandemic in 2020 or like 2019. Uh, okay. Because okay. I mean, we're still in it, but like, I'm, so yeah. I'm just, yeah. So, so they decided in 2020 to get together. 
They had been working together um, since before the pandemic. So I think they started working together in 2019. And then during the pandemic, you know, they had been taking clients. They had worked like it was all fine. But I think, you know, the pandemic, the lockdown that we all experienced, I think a lot of people were really questioning what they were doing with their lives and their time. And like, are you really doing something that is, you know, following your passions? And they're both artists at heart. So when the opportunity came to like, let all the existing contracts just kind of end and then pivot, not just a creative agency, but artists in an artist collective making NFTs with this generative technology that they had already developed. So then that was the very beginning of Intent.Art. I came on at the very end of 2021. So they had been working together for a little bit before that. We launched our Genesis collection in December 2021, around the time that I came on. This is a collection of 666 generative photography pieces. To my knowledge, this is the old or the very first animated generative photography collection in NFTs. And these are really beautiful. They're based on classic art, but like layered with like all these different textures and colors. And they're just like gorgeous pieces of art, like individually. But these are the access token to the intent ecosphere. And one of the cool utilities that they have. Real quick, um, where was it minted on? We have our own website. So the Neo Vitas, you can mint them on our own website. It's intent.art and intent has no I. So it's N-T-E-N-T dot art. We minted those on our, our platform. Those sold out. And um, yeah, so they come with a really cool utility, which is that you can burn them for any future piece on the intent.art platform. And that's been really fun to see uh, people burning their pieces when new collections come out. And it also makes the rarity of the collection a bit variable. Because let's say there's a trait that is like not rare at all. If If a lot of those pieces get minted, it could go to being like most rare, for example. And I think as the pieces go on to get burned, they could become more valuable. I don't want to say this is not financial advice, you know, but yeah, they could become more scarce and people like to collect scarce things. So that was our Genesis collection. And then we went on with our second piece, which is Dissipation by Jiwa. And he's a live generative code artist, like I mentioned before. And the Dissipation is really, really cool because you can... It's clickable. It changes every time you click on it. And it's also responsive to the size and shape of the window that it's in. So if you go to our website and you look at the dissipation page, there's like a full screen option to look at in full screen and you can like get it on a full screen and then like change it around to like whatever size that you want, which is really cool. Yeah. But the meaning behind it is the best part, which is that especially in the Web3 world, in the NFT world, there's always something that's grabbing our attention and something that's just like by me. And we have like, we have FOMO about certain collections and this collection by Jiwa has like all of these like blinking eyes and candy colored crazy like backgrounds. And the idea is that whatever you want, it enters through the eyes and then it dissipates. And then you're just like left with this very balanced feeling, uh, not, not overcome with craving or FOMO. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's maybe written about a little bit more eloquently on the website, but that's the the meaning behind the the piece. And 
Yeah. So that collection is really, really cool. It's actually still minting. It's not, um, it's not a limited mint. I think the, or it okay. is a limited mint. Mm-hmm. Mine says, Oh, this one, because I had uh, a custom. I won a custom in, in one of the rooms. So this is a custom for St. Kiriaki with love from Intent.art family. Opening the eyes while clearing your mind and energy allows you to truly let loose and feel good vibes with the Z. And it says, um, and then it's, it's a like, yeah, PFPs, just a PFPs is a community project to have fun, give back to the community and shout out by GWA and some of our favorite PFP projects. And yeah. Like, Be happy. So PFPs is actually a separate collection that we made. And we really, like I said, or like it said in the, in the page, we really wanted to give back to the community and we wanted to do something cool and get people hyped to mint dissipations. And so we made these PFPs and we took, um, you know, this IP, all of these different PFP projects that we have rights to. And like made them into dissipations, basically. So they're like uh, dissipation mashups with our favorite PFP projects. So yeah, those were really fun to give out. And they're on a Polygon contract. So Polygon is a side chain for Ethereum, which is very, very, very low costs, which makes it really cheap for us to mint and also to give away. We don't have to pay a lot of gas fees. And I love it because it is not only more economical, but it's also more eco-friendly because it uses less energy to send all of that stuff around. So, And although it's on Polygon, I see it in my OpenSea like main wallet. So yeah, that's because Polygon is like a, it's an L2, I think for Ethereum, which means that it shows up wherever Ethereum is being used. Love that. And real quick, it says uh, my number 68, uh, fight or flight. And they tell us there is no third option. And then there's coding. Acknowledge it or not, we are all seekers. Seeking without practice brings desires that directly cause unhappiness. Happiness is always within grasp. A seeker can view life as a colorful as they choose to see it. Each piece is generative at mint, deterministic, unique, responsive, and interactive. Open in full screen. Play with the sizing. Give the piece with practice desire will enter past quickly and dissipate. The properties for this generative mint are concurrent thoughts. Don't want a stupid fucking Lambo. My journey. Only seems like a maze. Need peace, aura, vibes, virtue, stability, last past life, third century. Witness the creation of the moon. In being coy, she says, a lady never tells. So I loved it. I'm a poet. So I'm like, yo, and it resonated with me in so many different ways. And then obviously when you read it, you pick up new things of how it's a mere reflection and goes with us through the journey of life. So I felt it was really apropos with the one that I received. And, you know, I was right about following my intention of, you know, being a part of the community. So thank you. Love that. Yeah. What is the coding though? (laughs) I think maybe something's kind of showing up weird on your, yeah, screenshot and send it to me because I'm looking at the site here and I don't have any weird coding stuff. All right. I'm just sending it to you in the DM. All right. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> I thought it was a part of the vibes. <laughs> no, I mean, that would be cool, but I don't think it's supposed to be like that. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. But we so, do have like a coding vibe to the, the yeah. site. And yeah. 
Yeah. With all the generative art or like the, the coding art. Yeah, it would make sense. Then let's move into uh, Earth Day. And I'm always advocating and doing things for Earth Month, Earth Day, you know, being aware, mindfulness, like all year round and amplifying it with the energies. And you um, had a curation, you're a, you know, our boss producer and put it out there and selected, I think, seven people to take action upon certain things. And then you were doing gifted NFT. So let's talk about how you made it a really fun Earth Day with gifts. I told you, I'm like, oh, I already do this stuff, but you made it more fun. Oh. Oh, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I just kind of wanted to bring something special to Earth Day and make people think a little bit about their uh, presence in Web3, but also in the Earth. And so I made a challenge and now I'm like, I don't even remember what the challenge was. Do you remember? I'm like searching for it on my... It was um, stop the money pipeline and then for people to take action, sign up, take a screenshot, post it. And I already did it. Like they were already on my podcast from... From uh, a green initiative project where John Opperman was already talking about stop the money pipeline. And and so I was like on the same page as you. So I was like, oh, oh that's cool. amazing. That is so yeah. cool. You know, I think that like activism is so important and like kind of like underrated and also easy. And so I wanted to I wanted to make a challenge to get people involved in Earth Day. And I thought you know, we could go out and I could say, pick up 10 pieces of trash. But is it really making a change? I think that's kind of more of a band-aid, right? We really want to make a change in environment, in the environment. We It's really going to have to come down to policy and working on a systematic level and as opposed to an individual level. Because at the end of the day, I think a lot of us would be making very different choices if that was the easiest choice. We need to make the right choice, the easiest choice to make. It's going to take a lot of work for us to get there. And so that's why I wanted to highlight a petition signing or letter sending or something like some kind of activism that is really, really important, but also really simple to do. And so my challenge to the NFT community was to uh, sign this petition and then send a proof that they did it. And then I would reward them with an NFT. And for anybody who's like, oh, aren't NFTs bad for the environment? I have a whole spiel. I think that's like another, another episode that we can go on. But the uh, the NFT that I was gifting was a Polygon NFT that has a very, very, very minimal impact on the environment. Many, it doesn't take a lot of energy to make or to send. So, so really quick, I mean, it's probably a lot, but just really quick, if someone's like, oh, I want to do that. I want to mint on Polygon. How can someone do that? How can they put a project on Polygon? Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we have, um, I have access to Brilliant Coder in my own home. So um, he was able to put together a Polygon contract. But I guess you would want to find a person who can write a smart contract on Polygon. But I don't know like so much the ins and outs of that. Okay. I'm like less on the coding side yeah. and more on community development uh, cool. Sorry. Well, I do know um, for uh, the person wondering, I'm not sure if Manifold XYZ does smart contracts for Polygon, but I know they do smart contracts and you can make your own smart contract. So definitely check out Manifold XYZ. I'll put it in the show notes and I'll also have John Opperman's uh, episode in the link too, if you want to deepen more to sustainability and, and things we were talking for about Earth Day and, and things of that nature. Yeah, definitely. And then also... 
This is like alpha. It's like super secret information. But one thing that we want to do with intent.art is to make it open for artists to make artist profiles on intent. And I think the trade-off is just like, why intent? We'll have it built into the smart contract that 15% goes to the planet. We're doing our due diligence for taking care of the planet while we're working. I don't think that NFTs are any more polluting than like working in almost any other industry. But I do think that we all need to be taking responsibility. And like even artists can do that too. So our smart contract makes it really easy for them to do it. And our idea is to make it possible for artists to make artist profiles on our page. And also, potentially, I'm pretty sure we can have artists minting their own pieces on Intent.art. But that's like way far in the future. There's a lot of work that we have to do to get to that. Watch out, Google. <laughs> I love this. I, I, lo- I just, I'm moved. I just want to like, I'm crying deep down because there are a lot of people who, you know, it's a lot for them or they don't want to spend the money for to have their own smart contract, but it's a safe, yeah. intentional, sustainable, trustworthy platform that you're curating for people and being a ripple effect, which is what is, that's what she's all over the place is about. So I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. Any last words you want to say about uh, one drop of the, it'll be in the show notes where people can um, mint one drop. Uh, I don't know how many are left in the collection because I know a lot have sold already. So, um, but if people want to onboard and and get a part of it, how can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to read about one drop, you can go to intent.art slash red paper. And so it's N-T-E-N-T slash R-E-D-P-A-P-E-R. That's where you can find an article that has all of the basic information about OneDrop and some of the things that I saw in the real world that inspired me. There's also a link for you to submit art for season two. And um, this will probably be more of a curated collection. So it's a more of like a submission for um, like application, I guess you could say. And then if you want to mint a OneDrop, you can go to intent.art slash OneDrop and that will take you to our minting page and you can mint from there. They cost one ETH. I think you can also pay in Ash or Ape, which are two other ERC-20 tokens. And you can even gift them too. We have a special gifting feature on our page where you can pay from one wallet and send it directly to another wallet, which is a cool idea if you want to send it uh, an NFT or if you have most of your currency in one wallet, but you want to store it, let's say, on your cold wallet, like a a wallet that's a little bit safer from uh, nefarious internet activity. Wow. Well, shout out to the dev team, to the tech team who have all that aligned. It's so important to have that clear line of communication and those setups. That's like super advanced. And the first time I've I've heard of that thus far um, being in the space. So that's that's really cool. Wonderful. Blue Moon, thank you so much for being on the show. You added a lot of value, your graceful impact. I'm so excited. And I definitely want to invite you to come back on the show in the near future. It'd be amazing to have you. That would be my pleasure. This has been so much fun chatting with you as always. And thank you so much for all of the amazing work that you're doing in Web3 and giving other people a voice also with your podcast and all the cool art that you're making. It's so cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at NFT NYC, which we didn't even talk about. Oh my God, we we didn't even talk about it. So we'll have to have you back on so we can like do a post and like go back and forth. Well, I did a VCon recap by myself and it, it was 50 minutes long. Just 
I'm not kidding. And, but there's still so much. So it's like, yeah, we'll have to have you on and do a recap. You'll be the very third person to know that I am the very first actor headshot on the blockchain. And I am holding space for actors so they can be sovereign beings. And I'm going to curate it as I go along, but I'm not going to release a bunch of headshots. I'm just going to first release one hatchet on the blockchain. I think I'm going to, I'm like a numbers girl. So I think I'm going to do 111, but I have like 20, 30 people that are like real close to me. So you're one of those people. So uh, if you want, uh, I'll be like, yo, what's your public uh, wallet? Do you want an airdrop? I'm going to gift X amount of this NFT of the very first headshot on the blockchain. And then the rest of the people who like aren't the homies or who just want to be a part of the collection can pick up the rest. But I think I'm going to do like 111 or something. I don't have the number. You heard it here, but you're the third person to know. So yeah, Yeah, that's super exciting. So NFT NYC is going to be dope. So I, I will see you there. Yeah, 1000. And then also, because we didn't mention it, because we mentioned menstrual Mondays on Mondays with your Twitter, but um, Intent on Art also has spaces and rooms, right? Is it weekly or biweekly or uh, yeah, twice that's a right. week or once so a week? We're, on a, we're taking a hiatus right now, but we're okay. going to pick up right after NFT NYC. And those are on Tuesdays at, I think, 9 a.m. Actually, we've changed the time. Okay. They're on Tuesdays. It'll be on my on my Twitter banner once once I, I figure it out. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to have all these in the show notes, but do you have like one link where they can get to like all the links we're talking about? Menstrual Mondays, the intent show, the minting, the reading. Um, is that all on like one link? Mm, Your Twitter, all, Dr. The- Banner's Twitter. I can, I'll send you all the links, but I don't have it all all on one page. Perfect. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. We'll make that happen. Rock and roll. Uh, Any last words of wisdom before we roll out? I think for anybody who's in Web3 or wants to get in Web3, I think the best thing to do right now is to think about what kind of impact you want to make on the blockchain. This is a place where we can um, have a huge impact because we're so, so early. And so I think a lot of people are thinking about making money and paying bills is important. But 100%, see if you can maybe make some paradigm shifts in your work in Web3. Yeah, instead of being busy, wasting time with what we're already knowing and doing to allow some space and time for curiosity to learn a new way because, you know, the money will come in the near future. But what I want to say about that is, you know, a lot of people, we feel pressured and isolated to do it alone. And like you said, it's community driven. So we can be vulnerable with our weakest link. We can come to the spaces, we can connect, we can meet the people and we can do it together and do our own research. But we can we can do these projects together. It's not another thing that we are going to do in the world like alone, like we can join. And that's with the menstrual Mondays, like you have these deep, impactful friendships and projects that you align to in these communities that we align to. So that's the psychology of like shifting into the new way of Web3 and and being for the longevity of humanity and our health and where we want the world to really grow to. I'm dropping the mic, everybody. That's it. That's it. (laughs) We did it. And we are going to... Make it happen at NFT NYC. I'm so excited. Let's go. Okay, everyone. uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to Cheese All Over the Place. Check out the links below. Definitely subscribe if you're not subscribing already. And congratulations to you. Because of you, we are in the top 1.5% of all podcasts globally um, out of almost 3 million podcasts. So yeah, season two, we became um, 5% of all podcasts. We held it through season four. And as of like four weeks ago, we're now in the 1.5% 
five top percent uh, podcast. And I'm sure it's going to like get into that 0.5% in no time because of you. And I have a merch line. So Chinakis, you'll see in the links below, chinakis.com. Pick up some merch. She's all over the place. Merch. Just if you pick up three pieces or more, you just screenshot it, send to me. I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. And I have Sawbutt's Tokyo Punks and uh, my 90s babe and Jimena Bunavita and I from Colombia, our friend, uh, we did a collaboration together. So we have merch line available too. So pick up the merch. I will be wearing it at NFT NYC like a boss. And that's it. That's all we have for you. And we will see you next time. Ciao. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out.